Welcome to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with information you can use to make better choices. And now, here's home rocket real estate broker, David Jarowitz. Hello, everybody. It's June 2010, and this is David Jarowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate wanting to give you an update on the Sacramento real estate market. And if you'd like to see this information on video, just go to homerockettv.com, homerockettv.com. Well, the big question for June 2010 is, did the $8,000 federal home buyer tax credit, which expired at the end of April, make any direct impact on our real estate market? The answer is yes. It's Although it's not a definite yes, we have yet to see. Not all the data is in, but I say it made an impact. The reason is because in April 2010, before the deadline, there were over 2,000 houses that went into escrow here in Sacramento County. Now, that's a lot more than the average. This past month in May, only what, um, 1,350? Only 1,350 went into escrow in May, but over 2,000 in April. So what does that tell you? Well, it tells me that there was a great impact from that federal tax credit. We're grateful for it. The California state $10,000 tax credit still exists, so there should be some motivation. But in reality, while those things helped, they weren't the heart or the crux of the real estate matter. Otherwise, the homes that went into escrow would be zero in May, right? But they did assist, and so we were grateful for those things. Interest rates this past month also dipped to near 50-year lows. Unbelievable interest rates. And as you know, for a one-point difference, 1% difference in mortgage rates, you could buy twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 more house, depending on you know the exact rate and all that stuff, than you could had the rate been 1% higher. So we're grateful for that. It gives buyers more buying power so they can afford houses in areas that they really want to live or houses of the size that they want to live in. Those are all very important things. So we're very grateful. We had a very good uh, month of May. Uh, now we're looking forward to the numbers that we'll see this month in June. Will the numbers continue? Will the number of houses that went into escrow be the same? You know, it's of interest, though. The number of houses that actually closed escrow was the same in April 2010 and in May 2010. Same number that went that closed escrow. There was no significant shift in that. And I'm thinking it's because that great group of properties that went into escrow prior to April 30 is still not done processing, that they'll probably close escrow in June. So June's number will be particularly telling to see if these tax incentives made a big difference. Uh, the next thing that's a concern that I've been noticing this month is whether or not appraisers ha have an impact on on the prices of homes. Let me give you an example. There's a program called Home Path Financing. And if you're a buyer of real estate, I suggest you go to homepath.com and there's a list of Sacramento properties are for sale. Now, the cool thing about this program is they require no appraisal. They require no appraisal. And here's why it's so important. Suppose you had bought a home and you and the seller agreed to buy it for $200,000. The appraiser comes along and sees that there's three similar sales in the neighborhood for 198000 Now, 
at first blush, you would say, okay, well, you know, there's clearly demand for the property. There's fewer houses for sale. And so it is worth $200,000. Or do you take a conservative approach and say, well, there's plenty of support for $198,000, but none for $200,000. So therefore, I am going to play it safe and appraise it at $198,000. Now, if all appraisers did that, we would never have property appreciation. Somebody has to step out sooner or later and say, hey, there's enough demand. The property has gone up in value and therefore I can give it the additional couple of thousand dollars worth of value. So that's one of the topics, running topics I think we'll be having in the next few months is what impact do appraisers have on the marketplace? Are they being generous or are they being stingy uh, because of all the pressures that have occurred as a result of the shift in the real estate market boy i'd like to hear from somebody out there uh, are you uh, an appraiser perhaps give me some input or have you been involved in a real estate transaction where the appraisal did not come in at the price you'd wanted to and and did you feel that the appraiser was fair in their evaluation or were they being too stingy so just let me know you can always email me at david at findgreathomes.com david at findgreathomes.com and of course our telephone number is 916-682-6454. One of the reasons that so many people got hurt when the market went upside down, um, you know, after 2006, around 2007, 2008, is because they were probably not conservative enough in how they viewed real estate. And in fact, most of these get-rich-quick schemes are all dependent upon the property continuing to appreciate in value. Have you noticed that the real estate get-rich-quick people are, are not that present like they used to be? They used to be everywhere, right? But now, where are they? Well, the reason is because their schemes depended upon property appreciating. Is there a way you can get rich in real estate no matter what happens in the market, whether it goes down in value, up in value, or whatever? And the answer is yes. This is a technique that's been used probably for a hundred years. Every person I've ever met that uses it comes out smelling like a rose, and a lot of people became millionaires who had simple jobs, carpenters, painters. They weren't, you know, extrav extravagantly educated and had these amazing corporate CEO jobs. No, these are just normal people and they use this simple formula and they got wealthy. And I'm going to tell you what that formula is. The formula begins with you buying a modest house. Nowhere in this formula do you buy a trophy house until the very end when you're extremely wealthy and you can do it whatever you want. But the reason you're going to buy a modest house is because you're going to rent it out eventually. So you buy, uh, And why you move into the house is because you get a better interest rate, a lower down payment, um, that sort of stuff. So you move into the house, you buy a house, you move into it. Now you're, you're going to be there several years. And here's what you're going to be doing while you're in that house. You're going to be fixing it up to rent, to get top rents. So whatever it takes to make the house very attractive so that a renter will pay top market value, that's what you're going to work on through the years that you're living there. And it can be different for different houses, you know, paint, carpet, you know, upgrading, whatever. Uh, the second thing you're going to be doing is you're going to be, uh, paying off the mortgage at a faster than average rate. The reason is your goal is to remain in the house until you have a 50% equity position in the property. In other words, you owe 50% or less of its current market value. And there's several things to contribute to your equity position. Number one would be you pay off the loan faster. Now, I got an amortization schedule just, you know, just give you something to think about. Uh, I put in uh, $200,000 uh, loan amount at 5% interest for 30 years. The monthly payment on that principal and interest is, uh, let's see, 
1073 let's say let's say it's $1100 a month just for fun okay now on your first payment of that $1100 about $835 goes towards interest and $240 goes towards principal. So you can see the most expensive part of the loan are the first five years because most of your payment is going towards interest and very little towards principal. Now, if you were to take an additional $240, this is uh, what you're doing is you're matching the principal that you are normally paying in the loan. So you pay $1,100 plus another $240. What you've done is for uh, for just a mere $240, you have saved yourself one monthly payment of around $1,100 at the end of the loan. You've chopped off one extra month at the end of the loan. And month number two, your principal contribution is $241. So you match that and you've chopped off another month at the end of the loan. You keep doing that and in 15 years, your house will be paid off and you will have saved yourself some $100,000 ballpark uh, in interest charges. Boy, is that amazing. But not only is that going on, not only are you uh, paying your principal off faster, but the marketplace may have shifted and you might actually have uh, growth in the value of your property. So someday down the road, uh, it could take just a couple of years, it could take uh, 10 years, we don't know. Someday down the road, you're going to be at a 50% equity position. When that occurs, you go buy another house, another modest house that will become a rental, move into that and rent out your previous house. Part of the secret to this formula is you buy and never sell, just like in the Monopoly board game, where the person who buys and never sells usually wins the game. Well, it's similar in life. And so what happens? So many years go by, you buy another one until you reach this point where you feel satisfied in what you have amassed. Now, most people, it's about five free and clear units uh, in their later years. Five free and clear units is, is, is a substantial amount of, of money uh, when you think about it. Well, let's look at it this way. Um, if you had five and free and clear units today, you'd be getting something like six grand a month gross income, something like that, maybe more, maybe less, I don't know. But you can see, you add that to your social security, you add that to your pension, uh, and you can live pretty well. And, and don't tenants pay what the market is? And doesn't the market go up in value in accord with inflation? Yeah. So your actual uh, income will increase year after year as the value of money de decreases. Uh, now, if, if this is too racy, for you, you can, uh, instead of paying it down to 50%, pay it all the way off to your free and clear. And that way you're really, really conservative. You won't, you may not collect five units at the end of the, the period of time that you're seeking. You might collect maybe two, but that sure is better <laughs> than doing nothing. And um, remember the house that you live in is not an investment because it does not produce income, does it? It takes income from you. So that's why you want to set these all up so that they all all these investments that you make create income for you so that you can retire wealthy. It's slow, it's not sexy, it's a steady. But when times go bad, you're still fine. That's the point. Is you're still fine even if the property goes down in value 20%, big deal, you're still collecting your rent, your market rent. And if you own free and clear units and somebody can't pay the rent, well, you don't you don't panic. You're still okay. It'll still cost you a little bit, but you, you, you're okay. And if you don't like to manage houses, hire a property manager to handle that for you. But that's the slow, 
way to get rich in the real estate business. It's conservative. It has very little downside. There's no 100% in any real estate investing, as you well know. But it's an idea. It's a way to go. And uh, we're the ones that want to help you get there. So if anything like that hits you and you want to do it, just give us a call. We'll run the numbers with you work with your CPA, make sure this gets all set up for you. And then every so many years, we'll review the value of your property, see if you're at the 50% level and if it's time to buy another house. And that way, we can all prosper as a result of a slow, continuous, conservative real estate investment cycle. If you want to see what's available, under 230000 that's about the number I'm seeing right now. If you can buy under two thirty, the numbers work because the rents will generally cover the mortgage payment. If, and, and this is important. If times get tough, at least the, 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 the asset can pay for itself. And that's very important because if you don't do it that way, you could come crashing down like so many people did in the mid-2000s. Uh, so go to our website, mysacramentohomes.com, mysacramentohomes.com, and there you're going to see lists of properties for sale, particularly to those held by banks. And take a look and see what you can get for, you know, $200,000, $230,000. It's not a mansion, but it'll get you wealthy. And then give us a call for a free consultation on how this could benefit you. Thank you very much for listening. I'm real estate broker David Jurowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate, hoping that all your real estate transactions are profitable ones. Thanks for listening to the Sacramento Real Estate Podcast with David Jurowitz of Home Rocket Real Estate. You can reach him at area code 916-682-6454. Our best wishes to you. Goodbye for now.